0: They're We might have that wonderful thing happen.
1: Like a miracle. And when a man feels like creating, he'll just create. Alright, this is my first go around with the new handheld recorder. It's New Year's Day 2023. And, uh, I'm going for a walk. My wife is out harvesting various greens from the garden. It's a very cloudy day. Suddenly the sun has just come out. One of the things that uh, I often think about when I'm out for a walk is just how little or how few humans are out. Seemingly any time I go for a walk around the neighborhood, and it's like a two-mile walk. lot of times I won't even see another living soul and I find that very odd because the weather here in the southwest is so awesome. You think more people would be outside especially kids that's what always confuses me like where are the kids? They're not riding their bikes I guess they're in their basements staring at their screens but uh yeah so I'm really not sure if this is going to record properly or not, because I can't really see the screen. But, uh, yeah, New Year's Day. It's a time to think about time, a day to think about time. I was just in my home studio, and I was going through various song idea files that... I've put together over the years and these go all the way back to 2006 maybe even earlier and a lot of times I'll just kind of flip through them and just try to find some inspiration I guess but I can't come up with anything creative in the moment I'll try to go back into the past and have all these ideas that oh helicopter all these song ideas that were just sort of vomited out never developed and the thought is maybe I'll maybe I'll develop them a little bit and I went all the way back to 10 years ago not quite 10 years ago but December I think it was December 15th, 2013, and there was a practice session that I recorded. All right, I'm going to pause it now because there's another human. I was just saying how there was no humans, and then a human comes, and I'm like, damn it. I have to pause my recording. So anyway, I came across this practice session, and... I think it was the first and only time I did this, so I had my studio set up, and it's funny to look back at it 10 years ago, how much the studio has evolved, but I had this setup where I had my microphone up on a stand and my acoustic plugged in, and the idea was I could just step up and play live and have it sound halfway decent, and then instead of just noodling around that i would record it record not just the audio but i had my laptop set up and the camera on the laptop was filming it and i thought well if i could just have these long practice sessions recorded then you know maybe there'll be a gem in there that you know i can develop later on or maybe something awesome will just come out and I can use it as is and then the idea was as sorry I'm breathing heavy I'm walking up a steep hill Um, the idea was if I do these practice sessions all the time that I'm going to kind of generate material to use or come up with inspiration for the creative process And then, so I went ahead and did it for this one 35-minute practice session. I probably we're talking about December 15th, so right now it just turned over to the new year. So I was probably thinking in terms of New Year's resolutions, or I was on winter break. I'm sure, just like I am now. And I was thinking about you know I'm gonna here's something I'm gonna start doing, you know that's going to make my life awesome. And so, I recorded this practice session. And as usual, as soon as you hit record, or at least as soon as I hit record, I get all self-conscious, and then my voice is constrained, and I make mistakes and forget lyrics, and I press through it, but I vaguely remember at the end of this just being kind of disgusted by the whole thing and realizing that, you know, that was just awful. I'm never going to be able to have anything good come out of this because as soon as I hit record, I'm going to get self-conscious and then all the magical stuff that happens spontaneously isn't going to happen. And, uh, so I recorded the session and I Played a few cover songs. I was really into the milk carton kids back in 2013. Played a couple of their songs. Tried to do a few other covers, played an original song. None of the things that I played were like clean takes. You know, had mistakes and everything thrown in there. And I tried, you know, to also come up with like an original song idea on the fly. But overall, it was. It felt very constrained, very forced, and I remember just being disgusted by the whole thing. I hit stop, threw it in the song idea file, and then never looked at it again, and also never followed through with the uh, record my song ideas intention. And so. Here I am, nine years later, and I open this thing up, and of course, this thing that was seemed insignificant at the time, even crappy, and not worth my time, suddenly takes on this sense of meaning. First of all, you know, the first thing I notice is how much better I looked ten years ago. Less grey in the beard, more hair on the head. Uh, I noticed all the changes in my studio. So I'm sort of delighted watching this thing. It's like finding something in a time capsule. And then, you know, I hear the original song idea that I tinkered around with, and I was like, wow, that's actually really good. I should develop that now. Why didn't I develop this then? That's what I'm thinking. Because, well, at the time, it didn't seem cool. And now, 10 years later, I'm like, hey, I actually like that. And I guess that's the whole point of documenting things and writing in a journal or keeping an audio journal like that. It's like, what you think sucks at the time, you just don't have perspective. And uh, obviously, 10 years is a, a lot of perspective. But yeah, it was actually... So I was happy with the song idea and then I found this I did a couple takes of this Milk Carton Kid song called Permanent and one of the takes was actually pretty decent Um, It wasn't perfect like I messed up the lyrics a little bit and my voice was somewhat restrained on the high notes so it's nothing that I thought wow I'm going to just put this out on my blog or something. It just wasn't good enough. But listening to it today, yesterday, I was thinking, hey, wait a minute. This is actually pretty good. And somehow, you know, the passage of time, I'd actually forgotten how to play that song and forgot all about that song. And then I was thinking yesterday, wow, I I should relearn this tune. This is such a great tune. And I'm sorry, it's actually very windy, so I'm sure it's blowing on the microphone right now. But, uh, yeah, so it was just interesting to rediscover this thing and then find that the passage of time gives what in the moment seems insignificant or meaningless gives it with the passage of enough years, you get this sense of poignancy and, and, you know, isn't that the way? it always is i was looking at uh, a couple of bookmarks i have been reading many books lately and it's another one of those things where I'm, my attention span is so degraded so i decided you know i need to start reading books again so i'm looking at and i got this bookmark and it's an old bookmark from decades ago that i just kept recycling And it it had some quote on it about happiness, like something to the effect of happiness is in part the result of one's ability to put off what we want now for something that we will want eventually. And then I scribbled on it with my pen in all caps bullshit with a bunch of exclamation points. Because to my 20-something-year-old self, that was a ridiculous notion, you know, that you should sacrifice your happiness in the moment for some idea of the future. And I guess I still think that way. But I was just amused to find this little trinket from the past. And another book that I had, there was a receipt in there from, you know, I can't remember the name of the bookstore. Maybe it was Aardvark Books in San Francisco. And it was just the receipt from buying that book but of course you know what an insignificant thing just the receipt you know that you just would throw away but i didn't throw it away in this case this was 1993 i just used the receipt as the bookmark and then this little piece of trash um suddenly becomes so significant like i'm looking at it like wait a minute This is the receipt from when I bought this book, so then I have the memory of buying the book and walking over to Aardvark Books and where I lived in San Francisco, and it took me back to that whole time. This little insignificant thing suddenly becomes significant, so I don't know. It's just... I just find that very interesting. Um, I was also cleaning up stuff on my desktop, and there's a photo booth app that uh has various photos still in the app you know any photos or videos that i took using that i would typically drag onto my desktop and save it if it was a song idea or a photo that i liked but some of the stuff was just me you know clicking on it when i first had the computer and i think you know, as you get new Macs, it just, the old Mac stuff transfers over to the new Mac. So I had a laptop back in 2006. And I must have had it at home for one of the holidays. And there's these pictures of just me, like, I guess, showing my parents how the thing worked. And there's a couple of really bad pictures, just like not well taken of me and my mom and then me and my dad. And uh, I stumbled on this photo of just me and my dad taking like a little selfie through the laptop cam. And of course my dad's passed away now for a while. I don't even know now, eight years, something like that. And just this terrible picture that I probably would have deleted because it just wasn't, you know, it's out of focus and not the best picture. Suddenly again, it takes on this sense of meaning with the passage of time and, uh, one of the things again on New Year's day, it's a day to think about the passage of time, I suppose, but something that it inspires me to think about is how to perceive the things right now, the things in this moment, uh, from that perspective of years down the road to realize that these little things you're doing, however insignificant they seem, actually could take on a ton of meaning later. And does thinking about it or uh, framing your present behavior in that way, does it infuse it with more of a sense of meaning or does it focus your attention in some useful way and I think it can one of the things that comes to mind is this type of meditation that I've done from time to time where I'll be getting in bed at night usually my wife is already in bed like a couple hours before me but I'll get in bed and snuggle up next to my wife for the 10,000th time, you know, we've been together for 20 years and again, it just seems like the most routine insignificant moment or it might be you, you realize there's some significance to it, you're grateful to have this person in your life, but it doesn't feel powerfully significant then what I do sometimes is this thought experiment where I'll imagine myself as an old man, say, in my 90s. And in this thought experiment, my wife has passed away before me. And, uh, you know, I'm an old widower. And and I'm thinking to myself as I'm laying in my bed by myself as a 90-something-year-old man, how much it would be worth to me if I could go back in time to when I was 52 years old and just experience for one second the feeling of snuggling up next to my wife. Just just give me ten seconds of that feeling. And from the perspective of that future point of view, like nothing could be more valuable. Like you do anything to experience that again from that ninety uh, year old man perspective. But here I am getting to enjoy that now and it doesn't feel like it has that value but when I think about it that way when I frame it that way when I engage in that thought experiment suddenly it does change the way that I'm experiencing that in the moment so I will suddenly you know, snuggle up next to my wife and it feels way more meaningful and important. And, you know, I'm not taking it for granted in that moment just because I framed it in that way. So probably mentioned this before some other podcast episode, but to, to do that with other things, for instance, now, you know, I'm walking around my neighborhood and speaking into this handheld recorder, like I've done many times. I mean, I, had these handheld recorders back at least back in the day where I was living in Carboro, North Carolina and I was walking up and down Franklin Street humming song ideas into it and talking nonsense and then I would, you know, a couple years later discover the, the recordings and suddenly they would seem awesome and I would incorporate them into my my music and my creativity, so even though this seems maybe not worth doing what I'm doing right now Again, from the perspective of my future self, it will be interesting to hear the thoughts of my 52-year-old self rambling on, assuming any of this is being recorded. I've got my hand over the microphone right now because I'm thinking the wind is maybe ruining this. But So anyway, that's a, that's a reflection that I wanted to to get down as I was taking that little video clip of that Mel Carton Kid song and processing it a little bit so I could finally put it back up there on my blog 10 years later. This thing that at the time I regarded as a god-awful take, something I'd be ashamed of. Now I'm proud of it, (laughs) which is just so weird. Um, What else can I say? Uh, the last time I podcasted during this winter break this is literally like my last day or two today's Sunday, I go back to work on Tuesday of my winter break and of course I had all these intentions, at one point I podcasted for the first time after uh, Argentina and Lionel Messi won the World Cup and I was mentioning that I had made this bargain with God even though I'm an atheist that if he just let Messi win that game that I would, you know I promised God that I'd finally head the gong <laughs> so recording a podcast was sort of a step in that direction and uh, and then so I recorded that episode and then I realized when I entered in another journal entry just the other day that I completely forgot about all of that like that whole thing about how I was going to head the gong because Messi won the World Cup literally the next day I just completely forgot about it and it never entered my mind I thought it was going to be this guiding light that was going to be like a torch I would carry throughout the winter break that would inspire me to do all these amazing things But, of course, I immediately fell right into whatever my habits of distraction and disengagement are and just completely forgot about it. I literally, you know, several days after, a week after, ten days after I did that podcast and wrote that journal entry about my promise to God, I, I just utterly forgot about it. And I instantly forgot about it, which is the scary thing. And so I was thinking, oh, my God, I mean... I how quickly you go from these moments of inspiration to back into a state of forgetfulness and distraction, disconnection, routine, bad habits. So, I don't know. But I guess uh, the title of that podcast was Getting Back on the Horse, something to that effect. So at least I didn't wait months to realize I had fallen off the horse and get back on, so... I got back on again today. I'm going to be heading out here in a couple of hours to hang out with my friend, watch some sports, drink a couple beers, which I haven't really hung out with my friends in a long time. I've been very isolated. I mean, we hosted for the holidays, and I had my in-laws here, and but I've been really in my own world throughout this whole winter break, which can be nice. I mean, my job is just to have my attention, you know, being, uh, competed for by hundreds of little kids and for an introvert like myself, that can be exhausting. But, um, I think these two weeks of being in my own little world is enough. So I'm going to enjoy getting out there and hanging out with my buddy. And, uh, yeah, so that's all I really wanted to say. I think I'm just going to enjoy the rest of my walk without holding this handheld recorder and shielding this microphone from the wind and we'll see how it comes out when I get home.
0: I think I'm gonna work construction Just to make something of myself I can't live off these childhood trophies On my shelf I wanna get my hands dirty I wanna feel the burning in my legs, I want more than the receipt for what I paid, I'm like everybody loves something new, cause you can open it and plug it in, and it feels like a good night's sleep, like the girl you like paid you a compliment. They can keep it changing, they can keep it coming, they can talk to us listening, but I'm still looking for something a little more for I'm not a poet Show me the easy way And I'll do it No one could ever say I've been trying way too hard Everything that I have ever owned Got dusty you know. and old so I threw it out Just to make myself some room Like everybody loves something new Cause you can open it and plug it in And it feels like a good night's sleep Like the girl you like paid you a compliment They can keep the change and They can keep it coming They can talk to who's listening But I'm still looking for something That I can't Die with. Now, if my luck is running out, please don't let it be so with love. It's been a long year. I'm not ready to give up Even if I lay ten million bricks And they break through the summer haze Someone will come around And bulldoze them down someday Oh You get rid of what came before And it feels like a long hot shower Like getting in your bed when the sheets are warm They can keep the change and they can keep instruction But I won't be listening Cause I found something a little more can die with